Um, and oh, there it is. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> He'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> Put the glasses on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Breakfast with Berkey's. I'm John Vitale, my business partner Stan Hi. Abraham, and Maya with Fierce and Fit for Life. Uh, today we have a special podcast for you guys. We're going to talk about fitness and nutrition. But before I introduce Maya, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. Um, not only do Stan and I do real estate with the Abraham and Vitale team with Berkshire, but I actually started a program, which we're going to talk about today, about seven years ago, and it helped me lose 70 pounds. So I've been through the trials and tribulations of fad diets and different things like that. And today we're gonna to talk about some things um, that could help jumpstart you or maybe get you off the couch into the gym or with a personal trainer like Maya. Um, so with that said, I'd like to introduce Maya. So Maya, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do and how long you've been doing it. Hi John, hi Stan, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Maya Council and I'm the owner operator of uh, Fierce and Fit for Life. Uh, operate my business out of Fitness One, located off of 35th Avenue in Union Hills. Uh, I've been a personal trainer uh, since 2005 when I moved here from Alaska. Uh, I used to be a semi-professional women's basketball player, and so I moved here to pursue that dream and then decided, just fell in love with personal training and watching the transformation people make inside and out. So that was really a good, uh, positive thing for me. And uh, my business has been in, around since 2010. Um, I specialize in uh, health and wellness. However, I'm pretty much obsessed with nutrition okay. because I feel like you can accomplish, you cannot accomplish any fitness goal, whether it be to gain muscle or to lose body fat without committing and learning about nutrition. Correct. And I always believe when I started working out in 2010, that it was 80% workout, 20% what I eat. Yeah. And I realized, because I'll tell you the truth, when I first started working out, I would go to the gym I'd work out for an hour and a half, yeah. and then I would stop at Burger King wow. because I just wow. thought I just burned 800, 900 calories wow. I can eat and realize that no matter how much I worked out, if I kept eating the same foods, it was, I was getting no results. I was yeah. getting stronger, right. but no physical results. You yeah. couldn't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that said, one of the things that we get a lot of questions from people that I've talked to is how many times a week do you think somebody should work out? in order to one, lose weight, and two, if they want to maintain weight. Like Stan, for example, he was blessed with, Yeah. he doesn't yeah. have to work out, he looks great. Right. Um, but so again, somebody who wants to lose weight, such as myself, or somebody who just wants to stay fit yeah. and tone. I think what I like most about this mixture of the three of us standing here is exactly what you just said. There is such a vast difference. Um, Stan's blessed with he being able to eat as much as he wants and, um, to choose to pick and choose whether he wants to work out or not. Yes. It's not that, you know, he doesn't. And then you and I come from a whole different body type background where working out and eating healthy needs to be part of my lifestyle, despite the fact that I look like I jumped out of the womb with muscles. I didn't. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, th I honestly think it should be about quality of life more than anything. Um, yes, I think that having a goal to lose weight and gaining muscle is, is important. And if you're overweight, yes, for sure, you should aim to get healthier. So a minimum three times a week, a person should get in the gym to stay active for okay. quality of life. Um, however, if your situation as far as being overweight is a little bit more intense, where your body fat percentage is sitting well over 30 to 35%, um, you're looking at extreme 
setbacks for health concerns, you probably should definitely contact a personal trainer and aim to get in the gym no less than four times a week. And then really get a program designed, customized for you that's gonna help with nutrition, resistance training, and cardiovascular. You know, and then again, on the flip side of it, someone like Stan, who might be looking more to put on more muscle mass. Again, minimum three times a week, honing in on and committing to nutritional changes that are gonna support that goal because 90% is nutrition, not 80, 90% of it's nutrition, the rest is mental and the gym. So, can you tell me more about what do you mean by nutrition? Is it cutting out, I mean, you hear about fats being bad, fats being good, low carb, no carb. Mm -hmm. uh, what is, what are you seeing wow, that there, works? There's so much, oh, there, so much information out there, right? Yeah. You see a million fad diets, you see, just like right. he said, high carb, low, low carb. <clears throat> What I'm looking for and what I'm looking to educate my clients on and educate more people on is sustainability. I need a balanced attack of protein, carbs, and fats okay. to be able to have a sustainable nutritional lifestyle. Learning about not hating carbs, I'm carb sensitive, low fat, high fat, high protein. Let's first understand the basics. What is a carbohydrate? I mean, how many people have told me they're on a low carb diet and they're eating a salad? Vegetables are carbs. So if you're on a low carb diet, okay, vegetables are carbs. <laughs> Okay, um, a, a lot of women don't take in enough protein on an average basis. They just don't naturally migrate to picking up protein. Men always eat protein, so then most men don't get enough carbs. So it's about finding out the balance and not just thinking white bread's bad for me because that's what media said. Yeah. Let's understand the value in white bread versus wheat bread. It's not that white bread's bad. Wheat bread has more fiber, so it's gonna keep you fuller longer and give you more sustainability for your energy all day long. So do you teach that to your clients? Do you, do you have like a plan? Woo! Do I teach it? Okay. Do I teach it? Do, woo, probably hit them over the head with it multiple times during the day. Um, it just has to be, it has to be something you want to learn if you wanna get results. It's not enough to show up to me or to any trainer or to any gym and just do the work and then say, I don't know why I'm not getting results. That's why you're not getting results because you haven't bought into the fact that nutrition is 90% of it. So let's get a food log. That's the first step. Get a food log, get a food scale. You cannot do it without the food scale. Measure and weigh your food daily for at least a week. Well, how much do I eat? Good question. Right now, just track how much you're eating. So if you're having, a, you're having dinner and it's a piece of steak or chicken or whatever it is, just put it on the food scale and measure it. Let's see how much it is. Write it down. Yeah. You're gonna go have some rice, some sweet potato, tortilla, a margarita, whatever. How about we maybe look it up on MyFitnessPal and see what the calorie count, the carbohydrates, the protein, okay. the macronutrients are, and log them. Do that for a week. Is that an app? The My it is. MyFitnessPal okay. is an awesome nutritional app and I totally highly recommend it for people to use to get themselves started. It's gonna tell you it's gonna give you an idea, a baseline of what you should eat. Okay. Start with that and then just get accountable. Then bring that log into a professional, me, bring it into me and let's go over it. Okay. And then together we can customize a plan that will work for you. So let me ask you, I bring you in a food log, mm -hmm. again, which stuff I've done in the past, yep. but I bring in a food log, Stan brings in a food log. Mm -hmm. Are our diets the same? Great based, question. Based on where we're at? Um, well, the food sure can be the same if that's what you like but the grams and percentages of proteins, carbs, and fats, which are referred to as macronutrients, social media calls it macros, um, those will be different for everyone. Okay. Okay, height, weight, age, um, ethnicity, and goals. Those are gonna be different for everyone. Okay. So don't just follow a diet that your friend's doing because she's getting results or he's getting results. That's what he did to get big or get small. 
go to see someone and get a plan customized for you and then get held accountable to that plan so you can start to get education for how to take that plan and make it a lifestyle. You know, and one of the other questions I get and something that I've changed, and you've actually helped me on this without even realizing is, um, I used to do a lot of cardio. Okay. When I started to lose weight, when I was trying to lose weight, I did a ton of cardio. And I realized that I started watching people in videos and learning and learning from people like you that doing just cardio is not the answer. Right. Yeah. Um, so now I've switched it up. I used to do 30 minutes of cardio, yeah. 15, 20 minutes of weights. Now I've reversed it good. where I'm doing Very more good. weights in only 10, 15 minutes. Um, is that for people out there, because I do talk to a lot of people that say, I run, I just do cardio. Mm -hmm. Why is it important to throw in weights on top of cardio? Wow. Um, for every pound of muscle mass that you have, you're gonna burn anywhere from 50 to 80 calories. That's one pound of muscle. For every pound of body fat, you're gonna burn three to five calories. 50 to 80, okay. three to five. Do the math. A day? Yes, okay. or, or all day long throughout the day. Throughout the day. Yes, like you're, the more muscle mass you have, the more of a fat burning machine your body becomes. Gotcha. Meaning your metabolism will speed up. Now the problem with that is, what women hear is, more muscle, you're gonna be a man. That's not gonna happen. More muscle mass, the better improved bone density, less metapausal issues, um, overall confidence, so, and you're gonna burn more calories, so then you won't have to live in the gym, and you're gonna be able to get away with more calorie cheats throughout the day. Men are born naturally with more muscle. So you already are burning more calories than we are anyway. So. Men and women both are gonna benefit way more to have a balanced attack of resistance training and cardio versus just cardio. Cardiovascular definitely has its role that it plays. Okay. Staying heart healthy, absolutely. But I feel like you should aim to use it more as a strategic weapon to help specific goals hike in the Grand Canyon or, um, or an obstacle course race, okay. you know, or a bodybuilding show, or just because you wanna come burn some calories, but not just to do it as your main go-to source. Weight training is what's gonna shape your body the way you want and give you the self-confidence you need and then give you better longevity. Okay. So, you know, I talked to you earlier about your trip to the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. um, what do you recommend? And, you know, as you know, I'm, I don't work out. Right. So I don't wanna go out and pass out either. Right, right, totally. So what do you, I got, 30 days Got it. to get ready. So for those of you who don't know, Stan is gonna be hiking the Grand Canyon. And if you heard us earlier, Stan does not work out. It's a lucky man, right? Yeah, he doesn't look like it, right? Right, exactly, he's on denial. So um, he's gonna be hiking the Grand Canyon in less than 30 days, which is, as most people should know, it's no easy feat whatsoever. So my suggestion is to say a big prayer, first of all. <laughs> I'm just Thanks. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so first of all, um, what you really want to do is what Stan is starting to do. He's starting to just move a little bit more. He's going out hiking. That's step one. So now that you go on hiking, make sure you have the right shoes. Okay, that's super important because you don't want to get blisters. And then as you're starting to hike, prepare yourself with extra amounts of water. Keep frozen water in your car so as soon as you come back, you can rehydrate. Even a Powerade Zero or Gatorade would be good okay. to replenish electrolytes when you come back. And then also start hiking with a backpack loaded with maybe a frozen That's water bottle. That's a great bottles, idea. You know, because yeah. you need to get your back and your core used to moving with weight on it and then getting your legs used to holding that extra weight up. Because that's the biggest thing I think is gonna happen for you hiking is your legs are gonna get tired, sure, but your feet are gonna get tired if they're not used to moving for that long of a duration and then staying hydrated. So now that it's gonna get warmer and warmer. Yes. Because uh, that's why you talked about the hydration, yes, right? Yes, very drink, important. Drink lots of water, totally. Gatorade, okay. And what I would do is in general though, 
in general, we should stay hydrated, whether the temperature's 60 or the temperature's 116. I mean, anywhere from 100 to 128 ounces a day of water is what a person should shoot for. So how many, what, roughly how many classes is that? So that's, you got 128 ounces is a gallon. So you're looking at about 16 glasses a day. 16 glasses a day, mm -hmm. okay. Eight so bottles, eight bottles of water. Exactly. A day. Yeah, I know I don't do that. Minimum. No. <laughs> Most people don't. Most people don't. So now think about it. You're talking about going to go hike. Yeah. And so you can't wait until the hike to start drinking. You need to get your body acclimated to that water now because then you, you, you're going to perform better in general. And being dehydrated contributes to a slower metabolism. So as you're getting older, you've been blessed so far not to have any real issues to need the gym, but it's gonna catch up with you. Oh, no, no, it's, it's already it's doing up. it. Yeah, it's already catching up, so. <laughs> and, and you said no drinking beer on the, on the hike? Oh, I'm just kidding. No, but you know what's funny? Honestly, there, it does it does have its health benefit. There are multiple obstacle course races and half marathons that post-race serve beer because of the health benefits that it adds really? as far as electrolytes. Yes, I would personally not use it, but it definitely <laughs> can uh, aid. <laughs> so I have a question. Um, when you get a client, you take up a new client, you go through a plan, you sit down with them, you go through an orientation, or you go through a, a, a set up a detailed plan for them. When somebody starts with you today, yeah. how long would they, would it take before they would see results themselves? Where they believe they'll see? I'll give you my answer when I did it, but I'm just okay. curious, like on average, what you see. Honestly, I feel like it, it depends on the person and their level of commitment. If you're gonna be com committed and program compliant, Absolutely, in about six to eight weeks, we should see okay. some type of a difference because that's when I would measure their circumference measurements and body fat anyway. Yeah. But if it takes you four weeks into the program to actually start getting compliant, well, there's your answer. Yep. And for me, I, I noticed a difference in about 30 days. Did you? Nobody okay. else did. Okay. But at two months is when everybody started asking me what was Got wrong. Got it, yeah. They started asking me what I've been doing different. It was a change. So that shows you that wow. it's not a one-week commitment. It's not. I mean, just for people to see, you're talking about a two-month commitment. Yeah. Uh, and I know you offer things that you can talk to clients about, about programs and monthly specials. Um, but uh, the other thing I wanted to know is why because people ask me all the time, I've been going to the gym now for 10 years, and they say, does it get easier? Mm. And you get a lot of people that'll tell you, yes, it gets easier, yes, it doesn't get easier. No. It's a commitment, just yeah. like anything else we do in life. Yep. It's a commitment. Um, but are there things that we can do at the gym or change up our ways so that way it stays new to us? So it doesn't become, because I feel like that. I come in every week, you see me, I do the same regimen. Right. I don't change, right. and it starts to get a little stale. It totally does. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really big on that as well, because I can get bored quickly. And I notice um, yeah. that you with your clients, you're doing different stuff all the, the time. time. Yeah. To the point that I almost get upset with them for not remembering. Like we just do, but they can't remember sometimes because I'm changing it so often. But um, you know, I feel like um, there are some people like yourself who can do the same thing all the time and be just fine with it. Same exact routine and just they, they prefer routine. Um, but it's nice for you, your mind, and your muscles for you to give it some variety. That's what I'm know? scared of. Yeah. My muscles aren't getting what they need because right. I'm doing the same thing over and over totally, again. Totally, totally. I think that's the biggest thing. And you're right. I don't think it, I honestly don't think it gets really any easier. The part that may get easier is the part about putting it into your schedule and getting there. That's the one part. But even for myself, I've been doing it forever and I still have days. Even today, I'm my, this part of my brain's like, I'm kind of tired, let's not work out. And the other part's like, shut up, we're going to work out. You yeah, know, but you I, only regret it if yeah, you don't but do it, it. It becomes addicting. It does. Because once you get to a plateau, or yeah. when you get to a point where you get to your goal, you don't want to lose that. Right. And you notice that when you get to that goal, like I did, I stopped for about yeah. three months. Did you? And what it took me a year to do, yeah. you can gain Undo. back in three Ooh, months. Yes. And that's where the addiction. And yeah. now it becomes 
just a part of my life. Yeah. It's like anything else I do. Getting up to go to work, I get up, come to the gym, and things like I've that. I've got a quick question. Yeah, yeah. So you, you mentioned it about mental stuff. Yeah. Is it, I've, I've read that you can focus better after working out, or yeah. if you have a, is that, is that really totally. true? Totally. I mean, it, it, I think it provides so many benefits from mood enhancers. I mean, how many, there's several doctors that have prescribed exercise and wellness to young adolescents who are dealing with depression issues. Mm. Um, so absolutely, can, mental stability, um, mood changers. I mean, for me, it's definitely a mood changer. It will make or break the happiness in my household if I don't get to work out. There's a lot of people who go on vacation to get away from their life, which I get. But I usually go on vacation to be able to work out first thing in the morning and not have to go to work because it changes the whole mood of my day if I can get a workout in. You know what I mean? And it sets the tone for me also wanting to eat better because I've already kind of kick-started it, you know what I mean, on that path to... Exercise is phenomenal because I feel like it's a part of life for yes. me now. The hardest part for myself and everyone is nutrition. It is the absolute hardest part. People want to go rush to sign up to a gym and secondary, go get a food scale. Secondary, go to the food and start eating better. Like you said, how many times have you worked out and then right afterwards went to have a Burger King afterwards <laughs> on the way that's home? That's the reward for working Hello? out. Yes. Right? Hello, yeah. that's, that's, that's what we're told, right? Yeah. If yeah. I, we used to call it, I, I burn it to earn it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And I totally used to have that slogan. I even have many shirts that say that. And then I realized, well, I look like I burn it to earn it too, because I'm staying the same all the time. So do you have any recommendations of like what you should eat before a workout? And after the workout, is there any? Because like for me, really, I'm, I'm you horrible. eat before workout? See, I eat nothing before okay. and nothing Ever. after. Woo! And I just drink a protein shake afterwards, okay. and I know that's okay. not good. Okay. But I do drink the protein shake just Got to get it. some protein. But I don't eat anything before that, and I'm just wondering if that's. Well, let me ask you an honest question. You're very two intelligent men. Do you drive your car without gas in it? Yeah. No. Right? I mean, unless you got a Tesla, yeah, you, I, was, I don't think you're driving a car without say. gas in it. You know, so you, you treat your body just like you would treat your car. If you got to put fuel in it to get it going, you got to put fuel in your body to get it going. I get going hiking maybe on an empty stomach, not maybe not for you because you're training for something, but I get maybe coming to do cardio on an empty stomach. But when it comes to resistance training, when you try to resist and train on an empty stomach, most of the time you're forcing your body to go after your densest piece of fuel Densest pieces meat for fuel, which is your muscle mass. Oh, so so it's counterproductive. Yeah, muscle. so it's counterproductive. Wow. Your body's okay. eating up your muscle mass, which is what you're trying to freaking burn. I mean, gain while you're doing it, right? Gotcha. So gotcha. You should put your protein shake is awesome. The fact that you said that, then I changed my whole mindset about what you okay. said. So at least you're doing something. So yeah. is it good? Should I drink a protein shake you before could, a workout, you could. or you, half before, half after? You could. Okay. Yep. I mean, and there are some studies that have suggested that. Um, replenishing glycogen post-workout is very beneficial. Okay. So if you had a protein shake with a few strawberries or mixed berries or a quarter cup of oatmeal, that would be a good replenisher okay. also. All right. Okay. And um, you should eat before your hike, please. <laughs> <laughs> anything you have going on, anything you wanted to talk about, any events coming up, anything you're promoting, anything like that? Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, definitely an honor. Uh, Fierce and Fit is always welcoming. Uh, interested individuals who are willing willing and ready to change their life. Uh, I want to see you transform from the inside out, not just the physicality. I'm committed to teaching you about health and nutrition, teaching about the food log. I offer an online nutrition program. Uh, you can contact me or you can come into Fitness One and, uh, for a free consultation. If you've seen this podcast, call me up, refer the podcast, and then I'll give you a free consultation. Okay. How can they get a hold of you? 623-302-2745. Uh, or please come to my website or my Facebook page, Fierce and Fit for Life, LLC. Am I 
all age groups welcome? Yeah, absolutely. Age groups, men, women, train them all. I have classes that are for both men and women. I have online training for both men and women, and I have sports specific for kids. And then I also just work with just some kids, what we talked about before, being mood enhancers for them. I have some um, teens that way. So speaking of kids, you guys have a room here. We do. To, for, you know, if parents are working out. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. Kids can daycare. Uh, daycare. That's yep. perfect. How many places yes. have that? I know. Yep. We have the daycare and then think about it. Let's say the daycare is not open because we have some hours where it's closed. Uh -huh. Well, then you can go do group training with your trainer and your child. You know what I mean? So now you, you're, you're helping motivate them as well. And you post a ton of good videos on Instagram, which again, I follow Thanks. and love. Where, well, how can they get a hold of you on Instagram? Oh, Instagram is fierce and fit the number four life. Okay. So look for me there. That'd be great. I'm going to be sending you a friend request. I sure hope so. Okay. Please. Well, I'd also like to do a shout out to Chad uh, for allowing us to Woo film this inside Fitness One Gym here at 35th Avenue in Union Hills. We're going to put up some specials. So uh, if you're interested in joining a gym, it's a great gym. They have uh, valley locations all over the valley. Some of the specials they have running right now is for only $49 to start, then $10 a month with a $39 uh, a year maintenance fee, or they have a better plan even that. That's $150 for the first year. Uh, it includes the maintenance fee. Um, so if you're interested in that, down on the bottom of the screen, we're going to put Chad's information so you can give him a call and find out a little bit more about Fitness One. And if you work with a trainer while you're at Fitness One, your membership rate is discounted. So again, you utilize and refer this podcast when you call the gym to talk to Chad and let him know that you're interested in working with Maya. And then once you sign up with a trainer or come see me for your free consultation because of the podcast, your membership rate is cheaper than what he just mentioned on the paper. Yep. Great. Maya, nice thank you so yeah, much for uh, having us. Yeah, we really appreciate thank it. You. And again, thank you to Chad for allowing us to shoot this video today. Uh, again, like the video, follow us at Breakfast, at Bur uh, at Breakfast with Berkey's on Facebook. Have a great day, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.